Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. And it is Friday, and it is 4 o'clock, and I'm joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox and Clayton the Claw Harris. Good afternoon, fellas. How are we doing? Doing good. All right. Doing great. Terrific. Uh, getting ready, everybody getting set for a big weekend of football. Uh, tonight, we've got some high school basketball to attend to, Lou. Yes, sir. As our Murray County Public Schools game day of the week will be broadcasting live from Santa Fe, Tennessee, uh, as the Collinwood Trojans. That's right. Uh, in their big wooden horse come to town, and they uh, are going to visit Santa Fe Wildcats. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I tell you, I really enjoy watching um, Santa Fe's uh, super sophomore Auden Slaughter play. Uh, his father coaches the boys, and Auden is a sophomore. And I, you know, I don't know what he's averaging. Clay, do you have any idea? Close to thirty a game. Oh, close, gosh. close to thirty a game. That much? Have you Kidding. seen? Have you seen him play lit? No. I this mean, will be my first game you. of the week. I'm excited for it too. Well, I'm telling you, this catch. kid can. He can. Auden can really uh, fill it up, and uh, you know, he's got this kind of hanging jump shot. He yeah. kind of reminds me. Little bit of how Jordan could stop on a dime and elevate and get a shot off at different heights of his jump shot, either on the way up at the peak of his of his jump or on the way down in order to avoid the avoid the defender's uh, attempt to block him or defend that shot. And that's kind of what it reminds me of a little bit when I watch uh, Auden Slaughter play for Santa Fe. So we're excited to see them play and the uh, Colin Collinwood. Uh, Trojans always come to play. They are Collinwood High School is in Wayne County, one of two high schools in Wayne County, Tennessee. Um, the other being Wayne County High School. Did yeah. Did you know uh, by area that Wayne County is the largest county in the state of Tennessee by landmass? Yes. Yes. By yes. Yes. By area landmass. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I you know I didn't know that till a few years ago, but it's it, that's. It's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's pretty large. They had a wild boar problem uh, a few years back where, especially close to the Alabama line, uh, where they had a lot of uh, wild. Like those great big giant ones, those big that yeah. they get like 800 pounds. Of yeah, they, they basically had an open They're kind of like feral pigs. Yeah, or they're, bull- they're dangerous. They're supposedly dangerous. They're aggressive. They got some tusks on them, don't they? They do. So I think what happened, TWRA allowed them to uh, kind of have like an open season on those fellas, you know, so. Well, I know that in uh, states like Arkansas and Alabama, Arkansas especially. Georgia. Georgia, that these kind of these these huge feral type pigs that uh, tear up crops and do all this other stuff, and they allow those states allow them to hunt those hogs, feral hogs, I guess is what, what the term, with like uh, assault rifles. Correct. Correct. So you can you know 
Because it, it, pop, a, it may, pop a clip in and go out, spotlight them, do whatever you do, whatever you want to do to them. May really. take a couple of shots to take one down too. They they can be huge, hundreds of pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. terrifying, honestly. <laughs> it really got, it. It is kind of terrifying. Look, I mean, look, you know, look at look at the hog. size of the one this twelve year old killed a couple of years ago. They called it Hogzilla. It was almost eight hundred pounds. Now, and they had it struck. Now, I, you know, I kind of question that. You know, like I can like those I, I, tell, like those postcards with those huge catfish on them. You know, like the size of a of a VW Bug or something that the guys holding up. I mean, you got to question that a little bit. I mean. Eh. Okay. Oh, All right. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, just, I just pulled up a picture of this hogzilla. This, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be double the double the height of this, now, this does, man. Does that look? Does that does that does that picture look photoshopped at nope. all? I mean, nope. it looks like the real deal. Oh, there's articles about it. It's okay. hanging up, hanging up by its legs. I think they imagine, took it to the local co-op to weigh it. Imagine just like camping out, going out and saying, "Okay, let's go camping one night, kids." During this uh, nice, cool summer night, and you're out camping, and you're stirring up a fire, and you're you know get the marshmallows out for the s'mores, and you've got your two or three kids with you and the wife, and all of a sudden you hear this rustling, you know, and you get the flashlight out and you shine it over in the bushes, and that thing is. You think you're a Jurassic Park? He's <laughs> staring you know? right at you. I mean, you it's would, the size of a like a you large would crap bear. yourself. I would crap myself. Oh, There's no uh, doubt about it. It's like yeah. a good sized grizzly bear right there. It's huge. Just so, someone standing up on his hind legs, going into a dumpster. That's and, insane. And these guys are allowed to use their assault assault rifles to take them out. So because it, uh, pop in an no, eighty no eighty round clip, and you're off to the you know. You, you may have to take a couple of shots to, to to knock one of these. I mean, what do you do with it after oh, you've it's killed it? A lot of bacon. Yeah, it's a lot of bacon. I don't know. Decent sized pork roast right there. That's a good quick. I don't know what you. I don't know what you do with this weekend. Are the divisional playoff games of the NFL? There are eight teams. The final eight of the NFL, NFL out of thirty-two possible contenders. There are eight left. Um, Saturday, there will be two games starting at three 30, the Jaguars at the chiefs. And then, uh, tomorrow night at seven 15, following that game will be the giants at the Eagles for an NFC divisional round. It's going to be a good one in the East. Um, Saturday, the Bengals travel to orchard park, New York. To play Buffalo, another good and the one. The Buffalo Bills and the Cowboys will travel to San Francisco to play Brock Purdy, the phenom, Mister Irrelevant, uh, for the nightcap on or the afternoon game nightcap five thirty Central Time. So we'll call it a nightcap because they're gonna they always start these a little later in the afternoon so everybody can get done with their Sunday and Saturday business, midday stuff, and kind of settle in for the ball games, which is a pretty good idea. And they've yes. found that that's the best rating time also, obviously. Um, but let's talk about the first game, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars and Easter Island, Mr. Trevor Noah. I mean, Trevor, Trevor Noah. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Waffle House. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yes, he went to the Waffle House after his victory last weekend. I'm pulling for him, man. I, I know it's going to be a daunting task to go into Kansas City, but 
Well, maybe they carry some momentum from that second half. Let me of tell last you what's going to happen if he goes in there and throws four interceptions. It's over. Ball game. Now maybe that maybe that was his maybe that was his first game first playoff playoff jitter. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that happened. Maybe you know, but. You know, I don't feel as though that he needs to go in there and be and have that. He needs to forget about that. You know what I mean? And I know it's going to be hard to forget about those four interceptions, but if you if you don't forget about it, you're going to be throwing the ball and you're going to be maybe pulling pulling back, pulling some strings on that on some of those passes. And in the NFL, if you don't deliver the ball with the full veracity and velocity that you should. It's, those defensive backs are going to pick it off again. They're going to step in front of it and go the other way. I will say this. I think Doug Peterson is a great offensive coach. I think he does a good job with his quarterbacks. If you watched his demeanor last week with Trevor Lawrence, even after the third and fourth interception, it never really changed. And, you know, I look at all these guys in the media that, you know, last week during the first half were posting stuff like, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to lose a lot of goodwill of what he did so far this year just based on this first half alone. Well, those guys obviously never played ball. <laughs> and uh, you look at what happened in the second half, and, you know, he was able to overcome. So, like, on a personal level, as a, you know, somebody that likes to compete and, you know, as a competitor, you, you feel kind of happy that he was able to come out there and lead his team back. And, and I tell you, I think the Chargers – it goes back to losing your edge. I see it all the time, and Lewis, you've probably seen it too. Team, because you know, you've been involved in some teams that have been in this situation. Yep. If you see a team get up by three touchdowns, watch out, because that uh, the other team's going to get some momentum back. And uh, you know, a lot of teams get real complacent when they get that big well, lead, especially if they have a sus suspect de- secondary a defense. Right, a, a defense that that cannot. You know, play that kind of uh, shutdown game where the team that's down by three touchdowns or more can't do anything. You know what I mean? Well, and, I mean, and a key, the key is, in my opinion, I think a lot of teams come out with this edge about them that they carry with them, and sometimes they lose that edge if they feel like the game's won or it's been put away. And then when they have to, when they have to cut that switch back on, it's hard to. It's it's very hard to. Well, you know, I also saw. You know, I mean. Doug Peterson at halftime, he said, you know, they're just going to have to keep chipping away. They asked him what they got to do in the second half to, to be able to come back in this thing. But, you know, they scored that touchdown right before halftime. And I knew, I mean, there was a good possibility because, you know, the Chargers are going to charge her. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They're known for doing stuff like that. Well, exactly I, I agree. Happened. But you would think uh, Justin Herbert and company, and I guess missing Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're 81, their big wide receiver out of Clemson uh, in that game was – was a big deal. Um, and uh, so we'll see. But, I, you know, the question is this. Can Kansas City, do they lose at home to a poor Jacksonville secondary? I mean, does does Patrick Mahomes and do, do they really – can Jacksonville really go in there and pull this off? The only way or does gonna- this, this is a glass slipper – just gonna just gonna shatter on the field there at Airhead Stadium, and, and it's just gonna be over. Two things got to happen. You got to put pressure on Mahomes, and uh, you know get a few sacks here and there, and make him uncomfortable. So it's gonna come. You know that's gonna come to the front front eight of the Jacksonville defense. And the second thing that's gonna happen is Trevor Lawrence has got to play out of his mind. Or yes, I agree. Or Etn just runs his tail. They run him. They could. 
We they saw Derrick Henry they go him, up there and do it. They run him 40 times in this ball game. Trying, saw, to, yeah. trying to control the clock, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. Uh, and Easter ha- Allen's ha- got to run the ball, too. Yeah, yeah, and he can. He can. You know, uh, I, I saw uh, one more thing about this game. I think we talked about superstitions the last time I was on this show. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, I asked because it was Friday the 13th, and I asked you guys if you all were superstitious. Games on Saturday. Trevor Lawrence has still never lost a football game in his entire career on Saturday. High school, high school and college. Even and back NFL. to middle school. What? Even back to middle school. He's never lost a game on Saturday. Ne- never lost a game on Saturday. High school, college, or pro. Middle school, too. Middle school. Dating all the way. So I guess when he lost in the playoffs in college, it was on a Monday. Yep. Isn't that interesting? That's wild. Well, there you go. Um, Well, I mean, a lot of experts that I've – a lot, a few experts that I was reading up on some of their articles online, they – these guys are picking uh, Mahomes just to tear Jacksonville's secondary to pieces. But one way that you – do not allow that does not happen, or you do not allow that to happen, is by Jacksonville coming out and controlling the ball for long, sustained drives. I'm talking yeah. 10, 11 minute drives and getting some points out of it and keeping Patrick Mahomes over there on the sidelines. So, so it's going to have to happen. So it, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, uh, it's going to have to happen. Um, there are some bets that uh, I also some prop bets uh, that I read found it pretty interesting. If you all want to consider uh, placing some prop bets on on this game on this Jacksonville KC game on Saturday, um, one of them was over fourteen and a half points KC on the team total in the first half only over fourteen and a half. In the past five games, they've scored well over a lot four, more than that. Well over fourteen points, yeah. and they're going up against the Jacksonville secondary that's sus, as we said. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, running back for Kansas City, to score a touchdown anytime. Um, let's see what else they've got going on. That's here. a good taker. Uh, take that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I and I like the I like the over in the. Uh, on the points on on Kansas City, I've also got an eight. I've also got a, a Magic Eight Ball picks for that concerns. I got seven of them that concern all the playoff games. So you guys get your pencils out, pen and paper, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get to those after this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. Give us a couple of minutes, and we'll be uh, we'll be right back. And in the back. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. 
Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So baby, give me that, and let me get that. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24. why they say I'm ready, we are back, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And Clayton, who is that? 
one Robert Kelly. R. Kelly, really? Oh, yeah. That's dumb. Fun for his life. Yeah, <laughs> that right. Yeah, lost. Ev- every lost. day. Lost a fight. He sure enough did. R. Kelly. And what's the name of that song? That's the Ignition Remix. The Ignition Remix. That I tell you what. Every time I see R. Kelly or hear catchy. his music, I, I cannot help but not to think about Dave Chappelle and the Chappelle <laughs> Show. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, Dave, Dave didn't pull any punches, did he? When it came to he was an equal Rick opportunity. Ja- Rick James, R. Kelly, Charlie you know, Murphy, yeah. Charlie Murphy. I mean, all that stuff. It, it's just classic. those Charlie Murphy stories were absolutely classic. That involved Rick James. I mean, Rick James was the real deal. I'm just telling. You. He was the real deal. What was Rick saying? Cocaine, hell of a drug. Yes, it is. <laughs> Unity. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Saturday, and we, we were just touching on this Kansas City-Jacksonville game, the one, the first one of four divisional games this weekend. Uh, and this the first game is Saturday, like I said, uh, between Jacksonville and Kansas City, Jacksonville at Kansas City. And a weather update uh, for that is snow with a high of 37 degrees. Eh? Yeah, Kansas, in Kansas City. A little snow. Uh, low of thirty, so that's that's right there in the yeah. in the sweet spot for for precipitation, snow, and uh, wouldn't be the first time we saw that at Arrowhead. Oh, absolutely not, absolutely not. Uh, the second game again, and so so Kansas City's by nine, and and somebody comes in and holds a gun to your head, Big Lou. Which way are you gonna? Which way are you gonna? Which way are you gonna put money on that game? I mean. I think a smart man would take Kansas City. What's the spread? Nine. I still take it. You still you still, still lay the points and yeah. take take Patrick Mahomes in yes. Kansas City. Yeah. Rather than taking you know, not Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is five and zero oh against Jacksonville. You know that's just the Vegas the snow put, too. Jacksonville in the snow. I don't know. Man. Vegas put that line right in the sweet spot, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like well, they do that and you know, and, and that there could be a backdoor cover right there. You yeah. know, they, you know the uh, Kansas City could be up by sixteen, fifteen points, I, and I, then and then Jacksonville comes in there, and scores a late, meaningless touchdown to lose by eight or nine, eight. Seven, I, I'd eight, probably nine. buy the half a, half a point and and take the Jacks. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, I, I probably. I mean, that's double digit well, underdog in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. Well, I tell you what, you know what the article that I was talking about yesterday <clears throat> on the show was uh, talking about the underdogs this past weekend. The underdogs covered went four and two, I think. Uh, and he said, "But this coming weekend, history has shown if you if you playing the underdogs is not the smartest way to go. The competition's much better, right? You're the- you're now starting to get to play the San Francisco, the elites, the Buffalo, yeah. the Kansas City, and the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, which we're going to talk about right now because they are the second game uh, playing at home against the Daniel Jones led Saquon Barkley led receiverless led. New York Giants. Great balance. They have great balance on offense. And, and they got a I know you're talking about the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Well, with the with the ability of Daniel Jones to run. Exactly. And the threat that Saqu- Saquon Barkley is as a running back. He, he's one of the elite backs in the league. He's running really well this year. And uh, it makes the defense really focus in on him, which 
they play action with Daniel Jones a lot, and he'll hit somebody down the field, or yeah. he'll, like you said, he'll take off and run. Okay. Well, uh, and Daniel Jones, which we talked about yes a little bit yesterday. Uh, Big Lou, you weren't here. Guess how many? Guess how many yards Daniel Jones has rushed for this year? This year? This year? Close to a thousand. Seven hundred and eight yards. That's that does right. not include the seventy-eight that he had this past weekend. And he's the yeah, he's the third leading rusher in the playoffs as a whole. And so with seventy-eight yards. I mean, you know, that's a threat. And to look at that guy, he played at Duke for Cutcliffe. He yeah, was his last big yeah. quarterback. Yeah, he had. and uh, I mean, he just looks like the all-American. You know, when he takes his helmet, he reminds me kind of a little bit of Big Lou. You know, he's got that all-American kid type, all-American look. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. No problem. Well, no, but there was something I saw. That's that. on me. I've got the Giants in this, by the way. You do? Absolutely. Oh, and I think the Eagles are, are way overrated. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like them that much. I, and uh, uh, there's some there's some things that have come out to where the Giants are very, very similar team-wise to the 07 Giants that went and won the Super Bowl with Eli. Was that the helmet catch? Yes. Okay. It was when they beat the Patriots, and they both came in with nine wins, nine or ten wins with a wild card spot, uh, and they're both playing the number one seed in the divisional round that swept them in the regular season. It was the Cowboys, then now it's the Eagles. So, Okay. Well, the the Eagles are favored by seven and a half for the 48 total. I've got an eight-ball pick on that at the end of this hour, end of the show. Um, now, they say Philadelphia's ready. Fourteen and three. Fourteen and three Philadelphia. I mean, they got AJ Brown, man. They got Devontae Smith. They've got uh the possibly the best offensive line in the in the whole NFL. I mean I, I, and you're I, over here I'm talking a, to I'm me. You're over here talking to me about the New York Giants. Yeah. And so are you. Yeah. Both yeah. of you all are. Maybe that should tell you something, Drake. Well, well that should tell you that you're wrong and the Philadelphia's <laughs> gonna slaughter them. It, it could be, but I'm telling you, I think it's just like the NBA. These guys, all of a sudden, these defenses really tighten up when playoffs come around. And Jalen Hurts is like well, he is not. He has not I looked mean, good the past two. Look, starts. he's had a he's had a, he's had a shoulder. He didn't even play week sixteen or seventeen. And the only reason he came in and played week eighteen was because they because of the number one seed situation. And I mean, he's had a sh- shoulder injury. Is it fixed? Uh, He's gonna play. No. <laughs> he, I mean, week eighteen. I mean, he was limited. He was limited in in week eighteen, but he is going to play. And Jalen Hurts could possibly could possibly get MVP. Think about it. I mean, that's, that's our true. Alabama boy, Clayton. And you I, you you over here bad mouth. I'm not bad mouth. I'm not bad mouthing. I just from what I've seen, I think the Giants have the momentum and. I think the balance that they have offensively is going to give the. They're going to control the tempo of the game. Couple of uh, couple of betting props that I read. Some people liked. You can make up your own mind whether you want to wager on them or not. Uh, Miles Sanders over sixty six yards rushing in this game. Uh, Miles Sanders, obviously the running back for uh, the Eagles. Eagles yeah. And uh, Daniel Jones, under 217 and a half passing yards, under the total. So, you know, what they might try to do is just run, is just get on Saquon Barkley's back and just run the living, similar to what Jacksonville might do to Etienne Jr., is get on his back and just, 
you know, get your money's worth out of those running backs and, and have them run 40, 45 times a game. I think it's a good plan. Giants uh, offensive line is, is just as good as Philadelphia's. Also, yes, yes, on a Daniel Jones interception. I believe that's minus 115. So if you put up 115 bucks on that, you win 100. Um, Devontae Smith, the longest reception, over 23 and a half yards for uh, Devontae Smith. Um, so those are just a few uh, prop bets that you might, if you don't feel comfortable playing the game and you want to have a little little cheese in the action or a little, little piece of the action, uh, you might want to play some of those prop bets. And, you know, there's been some talk about Jake Elliott and the kicking, what's been what they've been placing on the ground. Yes, for the Eagles. On the spot. For the Eagles. Sounds like a piece of foam to me. Well, I heard it was a piece of a blade of grass that's painted white. And they kind of set it down and the the when the holder goes out there, he kind of places that blade of grass, either whether it's in front or behind or whether they set it right on top. And I don't know how long the blade of grass is. I would assume it's a good four or five inches. It could just be a speck, too, but it's actually genius on their part. They're probably picking it up on the sideline or the hash. So what they're trying to do is direct is, is give the kicker a, line, a, a directional line of sight. You know, imagine if you could huh. take – imagine if you could kind of like a, kind of like a golf shot or a tee shot – you know how you concentrate on the ball and just the direction the ball takes right off of the tee right. really determines on where it's going to land. So, But this is all illegal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the referees have said, and they, they've been told, watch for what the holder is putting down around near the spot of the, where the football is teed up because any type of foreign object – is illegal. See, usually they use their left hand if they're a right-footed kicker. The holder will put their right hand down on the ground where they're going to place the football. And, um, yeah, it sounds like he's putting this piece of, of grass with paint on it in his left hand, and then when he reaches up to grab the ball, it's there. He kicks, and it probably goes away. You right. Know, you know what I mean? Well, and, of course, if you're the kicker, you are – you know, what you're looking – you're looking down at the spot. Right. You're looking at his hand. You, right. You're looking at his hand. And you're, you're, not, you're not looking up. You're not looking anywhere else. You, you know, you're looking at where that ball is going to be teed up, and the first thing your eyes catch is that ball. Mm-hmm. And if that white blade of grass on that green grass is pointed in a certain direction, because sometimes you're not straight on. You're not straight on yeah. as a kicker. You're a little, you're a little off to the right, a little off to the left. Whatever the deal is, that blade of grass could be set and moved to kind of give you a little extra, just an extra directional. Hey, kick it here, or kick it that in that yeah. direction. Yeah, don't you know? And it might, it might help. So Jake Elliott and the um, Philadelphia Eagles special teams are on notice that the referees will be watching them uh, coming this this Saturday night. Uh, okay. And the Eagles are seven and a half point favorites. And you guys, you two guys are taking the seven and a half. I am. I am. Me too. I am. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm taking, I'm taking both favorites in both, both games. And you know, 
who knows? But anyway, and I'm not sure that's even the way the Magic 8-Ball went, but, you know, sometimes I'm dumb and don't go the way the Magic 8-Ball goes. So uh, on Sunday, AFC Div- another AS- the other AFC divisional round game is the number three seed Cincinnati Bengals at 13-4, and four, taking on the Bills at, four- at number two seed at 14-3 and three in Orchard Park, New York. Bills are five and a half point favorite with an over under forty nine. Um, that that game kicks off at two o'clock on Sunday. Now uh, the Bengals, you know, the problem with the Bengals is they basically because of the injuries on their offensive line, they don't have a running game. I mean, they, I mean, they've got Joe Mixon, which is a he's just a workhorse type no frills running back and probably one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, Got but he's not, too. but he's, huh? Got some on JP run too. That's no right. Slouch That's right. And I, I just think he's overshadowed by Joe Burrow and Joe cool. Um, and Jamar chase, uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd there and Tyler Boyd. So, um, Jonah Williams is all American. Uh, Tackle at Alabama. Offensive tackle at the University of Alabama. All-American, as I said. Sustained a dislocated kneecap against Baltimore in their 24-17 win over Baltimore. I've never dislocated a kneecap, but I bet that damn thing hurts. Can't feel good, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, I've I've seen it happen. It's uh, so you're so if you re- everybody reach everybody listening, reach down and grab your kneecap, and if you take that kneecap and just do what with it? Slide it to the side, move it up in your leg, move it down, just rip it from where it's sitting and move it to the side. I bet that hurts. That's got that's got the smart. So sounds terrible. Uh, Jonah Williams is out uh, against Buffalo, starting offensive lineman, along with two other linemen. Big Lou, right tackle Lael Collins, and right guard Alex Kappa, and they're both done for the those two are both done for the year now whether they could get jonah williams back in and get his dislocated kneecap located again since it's just be a heavy brace on that thing for him to play again i, I don't know but i mean i've still you, got sensey though and you know what what did you play in high school tight end center defensive end okay so you yeah. know as well as i do if three of your three of your best offensive linemen are out i mean it's how do you how do you run the ball? How do you I still got Cincy, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Uh, we saw this last year. The Bengals' offensive line was the worst in pro football, and they made it to the to the Super Bowl. They eventually, lost to the Rams, like we all know. But so they got on. But they got on Joe. They got on Joe Cool's back, right? They did. And just had the and, worst and rode offensive him. line in football. So let me ask you this. He's okay. running for his life back there, and he still made things happen with the receivers that he has. And also, I, I don't really like Buffalo. They <laughs> almost got beat by Miami last week, who was 9-8 and eight coming in, and they were playing their third-string quarterback from Kansas State, who nobody's ever heard of before, and they still only won by three but points. Do you get the feeling Buffalo can kind of can turn it on and off like a light switch if they want? Kind of. I mean, do you know? Yeah, do you know I guess what so. You know I guess it depends saying? on which I mean, Buffalo I know, shows up. I know three points is a pretty damn close ball game, and they don't want to play other ball games to the Dolphins at home to three points. I, I get it, but it just kind of seems like they can turn it on and off when when they want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
the Bengals. Let's go back to the Bengals for a second. They're they're down three starting offensive linemen. It's a big blow. Is it easier? And and you played offensive line. Is it easier to run block or pass block? Pass block. By far. 100%. You just got to stand there and not let anybody buy you. Okay. Run block and you got to move somebody. You got to move somebody from point A to point B. Okay. Or open up uh, or get them get them out of the way, right? right? Them, Push them, them out else. of the way. Put someone And that might else, yeah. that might be on down the field from the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Depending on if you're pulling or whatever, or pulling guards or, or whatever the deal is. Definitely pulling a tougher task. Yeah. So, uh, with that said, you know, the Bengals are going to throw the crap out of that ball come, come Sunday. And Burrow, I mean, he'll get it out quickly. He doesn't I mean, need a lot of time back there. And I mean, he's not going to have it. But uh, if you're going to get somebody that doesn't need that time, that's your guy. Another, some other props for that Cincinnati game. Uh, on Sundays, Jamar Chase over eighty-two and a half yard receiving yards because because they're going to be doing what we just talked about. I like about. that. Yeah, we're going to be throwing. They're going to be throwing the throwing the ball. They're not going to be running the ball. They might be throwing some screens. But then again, even if you throw screens, you have to get that offensive line out ready yeah. to block downfield. Yeah, and with a with a with second stringers. That's even going to be tough. It is. I mean, I mean, still all pro professional football players in the National Football League, but you know, if you don't have the same guys that have been gelling out there for 18, 19 weeks of the season. And we're, and we're possibly together last year, at the end of last year, when they made their run. Yeah. So uh, over 82.5 yards receiving for Jamar Chase is one prop that uh, this guy liked that I read a lot and uh, read his stuff a lot. Uh, Joe Cool or Joe Burrow. Uh, over whatever number of passing attempts, over in the passing attempts for him. Uh, and Cincinnati on the money line. This game, these guys like Cincinnati Whoa. to win the game outright I do at too. plus 185. Plus 185 at Orchard Park, New York. And that's Saturday night. And that is Saturday afternoon. Mm. Sunday afternoon. I mean, Sunday. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, pardon me. That's Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And then the Cowboys 49ers are Sunday night. Those are the two best games of the weekend, probably. You think those the Sunday games are? Yeah. So see? Yeah. So what so what is that? You see what you you just contradicted what you said. No, I think you, yeah, you know, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I you think did, the Giants no. game's gonna be a good one. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. But not as good as the Sunday game, so that means the Giants are probably gonna get their butts kicked. I think no. they're all good games. All four of them. Even Jaguars at, at Kansas yeah. City. See that? Yeah. I just don't know. I don't, you know, how Kansas City is Travis Kelsey, and they get on, they start getting on a roll out there. Yeah, they still got Kansas City. That game you could know, go one start, way. It's either going to be a blowout or very close. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've still got two underdogs, and then two favorites being Casey and San Francisco. What? Yeah. Big Lou, I don't know about you, man. I just, I just got a way of thinking about it. I think, something else I think I'm right. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, with an offensive line as banged up as Cincinnati is, they're going to have to get creative, and they're going to have to go to their stud players, skill players, which is Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, receiving core, your quarterback, some – Quick, quick hit passing down the field. Kind of control the ball as long as you can. 
and keep it out of Josh Allen's hands, you know. And I mean, I, I don't think Josh Allen and Buffalo, their running game doesn't really scare me that bad. Even though, even though James Cook, <laughs> yeah, he James did look Cook, good against, yeah, he's I mean, looking he better and better. Him. Yeah, you know that's Dalvin's little brother he's, from Minnesota. He's starting to look like Dalvin a little bit. To I'm me. telling you what, he's he kind of he that last weekend in that game, he he's sprung looked, a couple. Sprung yeah. one for a touchdown. He looked pretty dang good. Yeah. I'm just telling you. He's quick. So, uh, I like that guy. Him and Singletary. He's somebody to look at next year for the fantasy league for sure. Yeah. Because he could be – he could wind up being the man. Alvin at, Kamara type guy. Yeah. He, 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 could wind, he could wind up being the man at Buffalo as long as they get Singletary out of there. So, yeah. You know. um, the second game on – Sunday is going to be a lot of people are going to be watching that game. Just think about it. San Francisco 49ers, two big fans. And their fan base in California and on the left coast and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean that's that's going to be a huge huge game. With, oh no doubt. I mean it's you know can Brock Purdy do it? Can Mr. Irrelevant do it? Now Another prop bet for the Dallas uh, San Fran game that this fellow liked that I was reading. He likes Purdy to throw an interception. Okay. To the Dallas secondary, which is pretty tough secondary. Diggs in that bunch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It'll be Diggs if it's anybody. They're pretty tough. So Purdy to throw an interception, circle, hit, click yes, and you'll have to put up $115 to win 100 on that bet. Um, Ezekiel Elliott. Under thirty-five and a half yards rushing, Ezekiel Elliott is overrated. He's he's towards the end of the of his career. I mean, you know, it's obvious. Tony Pollard is carrying is getting more has a higher snap count now for than, about ten million less than Ezekiel is or more. So under thirty-five and a half right now in the yard in rushing yards, um, he had twenty-seven yards rushing on thirteen attempts against Tampa Bay. Terrible. 13 attempts, 27 yards. Come on, Zeke. Give me Tony. There you go. All right, we're going to take a break. That music means it's time to go make a little money. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and Clayton and Claw. We'll be back in three. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at parksmotorsales.com. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined by Big Lou Maddox and Clayton the Claw Harris on the boards. And it is Friday afternoon, and I hope all of you all have a big weekend planned. And uh, tonight, if you can make it out, we are going to be broadcasting live and that is big lou and i right we're gonna yeah us two and mr pointer there we're gonna be giving the play-by-play on these as the collinwood trojans uh roll into town in their big wooden horse to the santa fe wildcats 
unit school. I'm excited to see this kid y'all are talking I'm about. telling you, this, oh, this, this slaughter kid. I hope I'm entertained. Auden Slaughter, his dad, Brad, his dad, his dad, Brad. I, yeah, that just was a good run. That just naturally comes off of my tongue. But, uh, his dad, Brad is the, is the head coach of the boys and Auden is a sophomore. And according to, Clayton and everything I think Clayton says sports wise you can take his gospel uh, Mr. Slaughter's averaging close to 30 points a game correct I mean as a sophomore now it's kind of unheard of I mean it's he's the, he's the real deal he is he is the real deal he's the real deal, the real deal. And he, he'll be division one for somebody I don't know no. how big the division one school will be but he'll be division one for somebody and his senior year uh, if we are still doing the game of the week, uh, like we're doing now, every Friday night, moving around different high schools in Murray County, uh, his senior year, if he is still at Santa Fe playing, we will see some major league, uh, college coaches in that gymnasium. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, coming down to Keeps it up, watch yeah, Mr. Slaughter like. play. And, uh, and speaking of that, Columbia Central uh, football, they've had quite a few visitors over the past week between the University of Tennessee, who has offered their sophomore lineman, Jarabius Hall. He received three more offers, uh, one from Georgia Tech, one from Memphis. And last night he received an offer from Auburn. So uh, the the offers are starting to roll in. The coaches, this is their big year time of the year to get out and visit these now, Dra- schools. Jarabius plays basketball too. He does. Yep. Yeah. He's that he's that big dude in the middle. Yeah, six two two seventy. Yeah, that's that's pretty good size. Yeah, yeah, I played with him last year. He's he's got a lot of potential. He's, the, he's definitely yeah. got the size for sure. And he's and he's a senior. He is a senior right now. He's, he's a, a sophomore. sophomore. He's a sophomore. Yeah. He played, He got some playing time last oh, year with with, he'll with be, us. He'll, he should be close three hundred pounds. I mean, th- I mean, think about it. If 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 you got a kid say in eighth grade, and he's a good football player. And you want him to get exposure to these kind of schools and colleges, then you know you got a kid that's a sophomore. At the, for the next two years at least, you're going to have all these colleges coming in game after game in the off season, looking at him. Purple. But it, exactly, but they're also going to be looking at his teammates too. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it's it's a lot get of him good, in purple. It's got a lot of good positive energy happening out that way. There you go. Uh, NCAA basketball this weekend, uh, top 25 matchups. Uh, number four, Alabama will be, be traveling to Missouri. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. And, uh, Missouri had a good win the other night. They, they came back and, uh, and won their ball game on, I think it was Thursday night. Uh, no, no, no. It might've been Wednesday night. Uh, Ole Miss is traveling to number 25, Arkansas. They beat Arkansas. Missouri uh, that's did. right. That's two in a row. Arkansas's lost once to Vanderbilt last Saturday. Arkansas, Arkansas had a late lead in that ball game by like eight or ten points and just kind of just kind of folded at the end. Uh, number seventeen, Miami is traveling to Duke, which should be a good ball game. Duke's not even rated at thirteen and five. Uh, Charleston College of Charleston, twenty one. Yeah, number eighteen. It will be playing Northeastern. Uh, Georgetown is at Xavier. Number eight, Xavier. Uh, number 14, TCU, will travel to number two, Kansas. That's a noon tip-off on Saturday. That should be a great game. Kansas got beat by Kansas State Tuesday night. Uh, they're going to be they're gonna be a little hot under the collar about all yeah. that. And uh, you, number five, UCLA travels to Arizona uh, for a 1 o'clock tip-off. Arizona's ranked number 11, Texas Tech. Is that number 13, Kansas State? 
for a one o'clock tip off. Iowa State, uh, ranked 12th, is at Oklahoma State. Uh, DePaul is at number 22, Providence. Number 10, Virginia, travels to Wake Forest. Number 16, Auburn, travels to South Carolina. Number nine, Tennessee, goes to LSU. You know, it's but LSU, be sneaky LSU's been playing some really bad ball. Lately. They, they haven't been good. No. Well, so is Tennessee. Without Vescovi running the point, I mean. That's right. Euro-Tennessee. They almost got beat. How, how, do you, how do you guys end up with all those European players? It's all, it's been Prasovich like that. And, uh, he called them the Eastern Block Vols. The, the Eastern day. Block <laughs> Vols. I mean, it's, you, know, <laughs> Euros, you all start, you, you you all start like four guys that have more vowels in their name than they do consonants. Where do you find you all those guys? from France uh, who's, who's playing in the NBA right now for the Grizzlies I mean, as well. I mean, what, do you, what is it with who's it's over Rick, in man. Europe? It's Rick Barnes, man. He's got is the that where our state there. tax dollars? I'd say that, that recruiting somebody, somebody living over in, in Europe and just traveling Europe on the that recruiting on, budget has to be up there if they're going to Europe after all these guys. You I, know what I, I, I mean, I would guess so. Number twenty one, they're, they're 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 playing good. Number twenty one, Baylor's at Oklahoma. Number twenty, Marquette's at Seton Hall. Uh, Virginia Tech's at number nineteen, Clemson. Number seven, Texas is at West Virginia. Uh, 24 four to Atlantic is at UTEP and number six Gonzaga, who got beat last night by Loyola yeah. Marymount. It was like a Good sixty girl. game home winning streak. I had, got broken. I had a little cash on the under one sixty in that game. I, I cashed, All right. I cashed okay. the nice. ticket. Uh, they're playing Pacific. Number six Gonzaga is at nine o'clock on Saturday night. So there's a full slate of basketballs in full swing. The division playoffs are going on. The NFL. There's a lot of a lot of good sports going on. You guys can just pop down in front of the TV on Saturday and soak it all in. Now, uh, Magic 8-Ball picks for the divisional playoffs. You all want to get a pin real quick. We'll jot these down and see how we turn out. But the Magic 8-Ball came out with taking Jacksonville plus the points, taking Philadelphia and laying the points to the Giants. Also take the under in the Philadelphia game. Magic A-Ball said take Buffalo and lay the points and take the under in the Buffalo game. And it says take the Dallas Cowboys plus the points against San Fran and under in that game. I'm completely opposite the eight ball this week. Well, you know completely. what? Completely. All four that of them. That may be a good opposite. sign. That is a good that sign. That may be a good sign. Hey. Vegas knows. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. You all have a wonderful weekend. We hope to see you at Santa Fe Unit School tonight as they take on the Collinwood Trojans for the Murray County Public School Game of the Week. Talk to you on Monday. Oh,